Okay. Hi, everybody. I debated because I asked a couple of weeks ago topics that you guys would love to hear from me. And I got a lot of a lot of suggestions. Um, But it's so funny because one of the things that were asked um, to hear was like paranormal activity. And it wasn't one that was high on my list, but it recently became high on my list because certain other things started happening recently. So let's talk about it. I guess we can go back to just like little stuff. Well, really, let's do this. My disclaimer is for me, a lot of the paranormal activities that happen are super subtle, right? So I could, I never see whole bodies. I don't see them dead on. Like if I'm looking right at them, I haven't yet. So they're usually, if I see them, it's like in shadows or a part of something or like quick glimpses, but never like, oh my gosh, there is, I can see this person sitting right here next to me. So backstory, when I was younger, probably, well, let's start when I was younger, younger. When I was younger, younger, like elementary school, I used to, and I, I really don't know when I stopped. And I recently just got um, this feeling, this nervous feeling that I was going to start back again. But I, I slept walk, right? I used to sleepwalk. And um, it scared the shit out of my mother for, you know, various reasons. Because it's like, what do you do? Especially if, you know, the times that I was, I was trying to go outside, you know, in the middle of the night and things like that. It's it's one thing to just, you know, zombie walk around the house, but then it's another thing to try to explore, you know, the outside world unknowingly. And especially since you're, they tell you you're not supposed to wake, you know, wake someone up who's sleepwalking. Um, so there's that, there's that experience. And then when I was in middle school, I used to, by that time I was able to stay at home by myself, things like that, or not be heavily, you know, like, uh, supervised. So it was a lot of just quiet, if that makes any sense. And I vividly remember times where I would either be in my room, either writing something and, um, like looking at something just something where there wasn't like any white no or listening to something things like that I would always feel like there was a presence there and of course I would look around nothing but it's a feeling for me it's always a feeling right um I put it out of my mind until after grad school I started working at this nursing home and this one particular nursing home, I started to be able to see spirits out of my peripheral. So when I actually started seeing them, it was out of my peripheral. But again, 
me being able to sense them was already there. So if I go into a patient's room, I'm talking, 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 I would be able to feel that something else was there. Or if I'm sitting in a room by myself, there's an energy, there's a presence of someone else being there, right? So there was this one time I was going to um, my trainer's house uh, to work out. It was dark 30 in the morning. And there was this man standing in the, his neighbor's driveway. And so I damn sure can ask my trainer like, hey, <laughs> you know, there's like a ghost over there or a spirit. I couldn't say it. So it's a lot of stuff like I had to keep to myself. But I could vividly see out of my peripheral that the guy was probably about like five, seven, five, eight he was like round in the belly area. He had a red shirt on and blue shorts. And this, you know, it was pretty cold outside. And I'm assuming he was Caucasian, right? Wasn't a black man. Um, but I just, you know, one of those things, you just chalk it up. There was a lady that I worked with who was able to see them more vividly. And I would always ask her when I would get in like these really weird energetic moods, just like melancholy or something. And I know I didn't necessarily pick someone else's energy up. I would ask her like, is there like, is there a spirit attached to me or is there one following me? Or if I'm like constantly dropping things and there were a couple of times where like it would be kids that were with me or a, a childish spirit kind of thing. Um, and it never scared me, right? Because if I have an inkling about it, or if I know about it, then I'm cool. It's fine. Like this is, this is, you know, a part of um, my being, right? So there was one time <laughs> I was getting up to go work out. So it was super dark. It was in the morning. It was probably like 430, somewhere around there. And I walked out of my room towards the kitchen. And as I'm walking towards the kitchen, <clears throat> there's this huge light orb that's basically descending. So it started high up and it's descending, descending, descending over the kitchen counter. And as it gets lower, it kind of, you know, it dissipates. So probably a couple of weeks after that, I was at the house and it only happens when I'm by myself. Um, I was at the house. So I thought, so I thought it was only happening when I was by myself. So I was at the house by myself for um, a couple of weeks after that. And I was vacuuming and, it, you know, you're in the groove, in the mood. And at the time, this house that I was living in, there was a sensor at the garage door. So it would say garage door open, garage door closed, whenever it was open or closed. And I was sitting there minding my business. I think I was getting ready because uh, we were going to have company. And I finished vacuuming. Was I going to another room? I don't know if I was going to head to another room or if I was finishing. But when the vacuum was off, oh, no, 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 no. The vacuum was, I was still vacuuming. And I heard the chime and it said, back door open, back door close. But nobody came in. There was nobody. 
And so I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. So still not fully acknowledging it, you know, acknowledging where this where where I am in this space. And so um, there was in this in this same house, there was this time uh, where I would always feel like and I hate to even mention it because I feel like it's going to start happening again. I would feel like somebody was standing at the shower like watching me shower like if I was like washing my hair or washing my face in the shower but it was probably mostly my hair I feel like somebody was there and I would turn around real quick but of course nothing was there so it started to freak me out like a lot because I never gave any like answers to it I never um you know gave any logic to it I knew it but I wasn't fully accepting that I was a part of this whole experience And so um, there was another time when I don't know what happened, but I end up like catching a view of my back and I had three scratches just kind of like not catacorner, but just a little offset from each other going down the middle of my back. But they were in a spot that I could not reach myself. I could probably touch it with my thumb. But there's no way that I could ergonomically scratch that place. And so when I went to work, I asked my friend who could see spirits. I was like, can you look at this? Tell me what this is like on my back so I had to lift like my scrub top up and the scrub the shirt that I had on under it for her to look at it and she was like it's three scratches like like someone like clawed at my back and I'm like what she said but it's crazy because it looks like not that it's it doesn't look fresh so it looks like it was there you see what I'm saying look like it was already starting to scab kind of thing and I'm like what there was no pain there was no like even when it was healing there was no itching nothing so check this shit out I end up telling uh the guy who I was dating at the time and he was he happened to be like out of town for um it was for work because he didn't do nothing but go to work anyway um it was for work and so I end up telling him like while he was gone and he accused me of cheating on him (laughs) accused me of cheating and I'm like are you dumb like what I think I'm being spiritually attacked and you think I'm fucking somebody else like this is beyond me and so you know it's just one of those things you can't tell everybody all of your experiences okay so of course you know things like that happen I don't know he either let it go or whatever whatever the situation was I didn't care I I knew that wasn't the case so I wasn't tripping so um fast forward to probably like 2019 I distinctly remember walking in this parking lot that's near my mom's house I was going to my car and I'm walking I step off of the curb and this gush 
whatever it was it rushed toward it was a spirit it was a spirit it it, it was this gust of energy that rushed towards me to where I like it was almost like somebody ran up on me. That's exactly what it felt like. But I got startled. Like I screamed and everything and nothing. There was nothing in the parking lot. The wind wasn't blowing. It wasn't a windy day. You see what I'm saying? And it's just like, why are you fucking with me? But I also feel like that was a joke. You know, I felt like that was out of, um, that was fun and games for whoever did it. So what else so then comes messiah messiah was in my room in our room me and his dad's room at the time and all of a sudden like i'm i think i was sitting there i don't think i was sitting right next to him but i was in the room probably next to the bed he was on the bed and out of nowhere he does this screeching cry to where he's like tensed up uncomfortable and I literally have to take him outside walk him um my dog at the time love Nino y'all like Trapper Nino was a godsend I tell you um but Nino followed me you know and it was like trying to get him to calm down like what happened there was nothing nothing could explain what happened right so I kind of like again I was like okay I mean I know what it could be but of course an an infant an infant can't tell me what it is so we just you know take all we chalk it up to what it is so um there was this strange I feel like this leads into another story though Okay, so there was this, so that, that is the inclusion, and I'm getting to a point here, that is the inclusion of, like, Messiah being able to sense, right? So, let's fast forward uh, to, oh, I think we have to go, okay, so that was, like, 2017 when that one happened. So, probably, like, a year later, I was under this, I was under extreme stress and anxiety to where it was affecting my sleep. And it was very uncomfortable. Like I couldn't, my, like my heart, my mind, all the things, my nervous system was racing, racing, racing. And I'm like, I have to calm down. I have to calm down because I have to get some sleep. If I don't get sleep, there's no way for me to be able to detach from a situation basically and move on, move forward. And so I'm like trying to center myself, trying to calm myself down. I'm I'm trying to basically like hypnotize myself into going to sleep. And I distinctly remember saying, okay, I am calm. I am calm. I am going to get sleep. I am calm. I am calm. I am going to get sleep. I am calm. I am calm. I am going to get sleep. And as I'm doing that, my I was laying in the bed and the room does like this time warp thing and it's turning, it's turning, it's turning. And I essentially go to sleep, but I wake up in that same house, but I'm standing by the door. And in this house, the energy is different. It's a it's a kinder energy. You know, it's a nicer energy, soft, 
kind now I won't say peaceful because I feel I feel the energy of other people there there it's different though you see what I'm saying and so there's this like arts and crafts thing in the four in the foyer and um some like an easel on the on the couch and so because I know the house I've lived here I go to the back because I'm like okay what is this so the room looks different you know the main room looks different but it's still a room and then I walk down the hallway um there were three rooms down the hallway and in this parallel timeline or this you know other timeline there was three beds in one room a like a toddler's room and then a a good number of beds like in uh the other's room because 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 I feel like there was a girl's room, there was a boy's room, and then there's there was like an infant's room, right? So I see the kids, and they were older kids in the, I think the boy's room. So maybe it was like an older kid's room and a younger kid's room. I think that's how it was set up. And there was no one in the younger kid's room. And then I walk back for whatever reason I was told to like go back. So I go back to the toddler's room and... It was like a young toddler, probably like one, between one and two. And I see this kid in the bed and out of like, I can't explain the seconds, you know, the time length in between that, but the kid starts to have a seizure and I'm like, what? This is crazy. And so I don't see anything else from there. I kind of time warp back into my own timeline and it was probably like a few hours later right and I'm like that's weird but even in a sense of that being weird I had a I had more peace when I traveled to that timeline I mean since traveling to that timeline than I did before I I'd done it if that makes any sense that same year no 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 no. it was a different year I think it was like the year after I'd astral traveled to this place in Florida and I couldn't name the place but I had to google it to like see where it was and I found it (laughs) And I found it. I found it. And I couldn't believe it because as I was reading it, it was saying that basically I had traveled to this location where many people go when they need like heavy prayer. So if you ever find yourself in this place or people who travel to this place, whatever they're praying about, they instantly get better over time, whatever it was. And I was just, you know, kind of blown away by that. Um, cause that was pretty cool. So, okay. So this past weekend celebrating my birthday and I'm at my grandparents' house. And so I had just recently had a conversation with one of my aunts. Like, have you ever felt like there was, you know, basically like paranormal stuff or other spirits in the house? She was like, sometimes I do, but then sometimes I don't. I don't know what the hell made me ask her that. But for whatever reason, I asked her that that was the conversation. So that's what it was. So 
where can I start with this one? Oh, okay, okay. So, in okay, so we stayed there one night, and then the next morning, Messiah gets up super early. He always gets up early. That's just his thing. And where if he's up, I'm like still kind of sleep, but still up just in case he needs something. I just saw a light orb, and um, he's like, "Mommy." <laughs> I just saw a man who was bald and he had no face. I'm like, what? He said, yeah, I just, I was like, what do you mean he had no face? I said, well, what else did he look like? I said, was he skinny? And he was like, yeah, I think I think I asked if he was tall and he said, kind of. And he was just like, he had no face. And then he was like, I'm scared. And I was like, well, first of all, it's nothing to be scared about. Um, I said, but ask him what he wants. He was like, he left. So I'm like, oh, shit, he might know what he's talking about. <laughs> so I left it alone. Because one thing I don't want to do, I don't want to scare him, you know, and I don't want to because it's, as an entertainment kind of thing, we're taught to fear and to be scared and all this other stuff but the reality of it is whether you know it or not we live amongst these things so I don't want him ever to fear it I don't ever want him to block out something or push something to his subconscious and you know not get the full extent of his gifts I don't want him to ever be scared of what he's able to do um and so I kind of just, you know, address it a little bit, but not make a big deal about it. Of course, you know, and I tell my family and one thing I love about my family is I never got the response from my family as I did from the guy that I was dating. So they could have been like, oh, you're crazy. He's crazy. You know, how kids imaginary their imagination and all this other stuff. I never received that. And anytime I've told them something, I've never received that. And so it was in a sense of like, oh, I wonder who it was. Did you tell your grandfather? Maybe he knows somebody that this, 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 and that, right? Full on support. Love them. If you guys listen to this, I love you guys to the moon and back. Okay, so the day goes by. Oh, no. So we're getting ready for the day because we're going to go to breakfast, meet my dad for breakfast. And so saya left out of the bathroom first to go to the room but he's like mommy i don't want to go in there and i'm like okay i was like well i'll go in there with you and so just again not being not you know um ignoring what he has going on but also helping him understand that you can still be and do even though you've experienced something that was uncomfortable or you know scared you so that night I guess I can go okay so that night I I packed two scarves right my mom used one because she forgot her scarf and then I used the other one so now it's time to go to bed so you know shoot I need a scarf and so my mom needed a scarf and so she I had packed our stuff up and all this other stuff so everything was organized but I could not find that scarf I couldn't find the scarf if somebody said you have 30 seconds to win a million dollars if you find this scarf. I'd have lost a million dollars. 
and I'm just like, okay, well, whatever. Somebody will find it later. We'll get it. So about three in the morning, Sai is like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So we get up and get him some, you know, I get him some food. He probably ate a couple of bites of it and I, it was in a to-go container. So I close it up and, um, I leave it. I leave it like on the chair next to the door so I can get it on the way out three in the morning I'm not going back to the kitchen um and so probably around six something a few hours later he's like mommy I gotta go to the restroom so I said okay so we get up eyes okay so he gets up but he doesn't get up from the side of the bed he goes from the head of the bed to the foot of the bed and goes out that way I get up from the side of the bed and I start walking and something falls and I look and it was a comb, <laughs> a comb. It fell out of my lap. I don't know, you know, especially after partying and all this other stuff, I'm like, that don't make any sense, but whatever. I'm not, I'm not going to think too much of it. It's too early. I don't want to even start thinking in size like, oh, it's morning time. Let's get up. No, 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 no. I want to stay in a very like dull state so we can just go back to sleep. So, you know how basically you go to the bathroom with your eyes closed. <laughs> so that's what I did. And so, so I used the restroom. I was like, I might as well use the restroom. So then I used the restroom. And so we head back to the room. I walk toward, I walk in the room. I think he walked in. He definitely walked in the room first. He walked in the room. I walked, I'm walking behind him and I walked towards the bed. And at the foot of the bed where he got out, there was a fucking scarf and another comb I'm like no way and it was the scarf I was looking for I'm like no way Ugh. play too much okay so that was my story so the night before even before we were looking for the scarf my mom was cleaning my mom and one of my aunts was cleaning up the kitchen you know from all the food and stuff like that and she she told the story how she was washing the dishes and my aunt took a pot from the from the stove and you know to take it over to the sink and my mom looked back because she heard a crackling noise and the food and it the containers and like what it was stored in caught on fire and so they were trying to like but it was plastic so it wasn't like a blaze or anything like that and so it burnt so bad that the meat fell from the containers so they clean, and I didn't know any of this was happening. So they had cleaned that up, but she said, my aunt said, I picked that pot up. There was no, like, I didn't bump anything because my grandmother was like, she probably bumped it. She probably dragged it because, you know, we old, our shoulders are old. She probably dragged it and did it this way. But even as she was explaining it, there was absolutely no way that the stove could have turned on like that. And so, um she said uh and then my mom goes and tells the story about how this picture of so they're convinced it's my aunt I have an aunt that passed away um just very suddenly and so it you know when things happen we you know assume it's her like you didn't invite her to the party kind of thing oh she's mad because we didn't invite her to the party we got to start inviting her to the party and that conversation came up again when the scarf situation happened but I had to tell them I was like even when I went to go take a shower after we were looking for the scarf I wanted 
Sai was in the room by himself and I kept wanting to say, can y'all sit in here with him? Can somebody sit in here with him? Because the energy didn't feel right. And so I don't think it was my aunt. I don't think it was anyone that I knew or that Saya knew. I don't think it was anyone familiar. Now, what I'm saying is I don't think it was someone that would harm them. It just was somebody that I wasn't, I didn't know or that felt... I don't feel like they were all the way at peace with a situation. And that's the best way I can explain that. So even with me saying that, I'm going back to the whole like familial support because they could be like, girl, you crazy or this, this and that. But experiences are experiences. And to be, I feel blessed to be in a family where you can share your experiences and not be casted out or judged or, you know, looked sideways. We're all different. You see what I'm saying? We all have different skills. Even with me um, sharing the things that I'm able, you know, my gifts with my family, they're more open to share their own. Like even my grandmother was like, yeah, I can basically like predict or telepathy things like that but it scares her so much that she doesn't even do it you know like she just kind of blocks it out but it wasn't until I started talking about these things that she felt comfortable saying that and so two parts you know if you ever are in doubt the only thing you can do is authentically be yourself and share who you are to the core with the people around you they will either accept it or they don't but you always know your alignment if you're excuse me if you are taking part what am i trying to say you'll always know your alignment if you're you know doing something that is 1000 percent you your true self your north star your what is it your star player and I'm grateful for that I'm extremely grateful for that and I'm grateful that a situation especially with Messiah with him being so young that he doesn't have to be in a position to where he doubts himself and I feel like a lot of times when we doubt ourselves we start to try to be logical about the situation and we miss a lot of things we miss we miss a lot of timing on our involvement um we get there when we get there but if i can make his path a little more easier by all means i would love to do that so those are my stories about paranormal activity familial support and really being amongst the wrong people i hope this was enjoyable bye